Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy, beloved Demas, enamored of the present world, deserted me and went to Thessalonica, Christians to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Luke is the only one with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is helpful to me in the ministry. I have sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak I have left with Carpus and Troas, the papyrus rolls, and especially the parchments. Alexander, the coppersmith, did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. You too be on guard against him, for he has strongly resisted our preaching. At my first defense, no one appeared on my behalf, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood by me and gave me strength, so that through me the proclamation might be completed and all the Gentiles might hear it. The word of the Lord. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let all your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. Making known to men your might and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom for all ages, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is just in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. Alleluia, alleluia. I chose you from the world to go and bear fruit that will last, says the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord Jesus appointed 72 disciples whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God is at hand for you. The Gospel of the Lord. Alexander the coppersmith did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. St. Paul wrote Timothy that in the first reading of today's Mass. That's an interesting line about the payback coming to Alexander. According to Paul, Alexander would not be saved by faith alone, but by his deeds Alexander and some other metal workers did a great deal of harm to St. Paul. In Ephesus, on the west coast of modern-day Turkey, sat the gorgeous temple of Diana, one of the seven ancient wonders of the world. There was a huge statue of the pagan goddess Diana in it, 
and pilgrims bought souvenirs, little metal statues of her. St. Paul told people not to buy those pagan statues. That was a fine thing, but here was the problem. Those statues were how certain metal workers fed their families and paid their rent. And so they sent Paul a message, one that most likely included a beating. Paul then wrote Timothy to steer clear of Alexander. Paul wrote Timothy from prison in Rome, the city in which he would die. He mentioned his fellow worker Demas had fallen in love with the world, lost his nerve, and deserted him. Only Luke, he wrote, is still with me. We honor St. Luke, the evangelist, today. We know about him mostly because of his travels with St. Paul. We find out in the letter to the Colossians that Luke was a Gentile. He was not a Jew like the other three gospel writers. Born in Antioch, modern-day Syria, he was a Christian convert. From Paul, we find out Luke was a physician who probably had to patch Paul up about a lot. But it is Luke himself who tips us off that he himself wrote the Acts of the Apostles. That's chapter 16, verse 10, which was a report of the early church and St. Paul's travels. And the Acts of the Apostles was an, an addendum to Luke's own gospel. When did Luke write his gospel? Well, in the prologue to his Acts of the Apostles, he mentions his gospel. And the Acts of the Apostles ends rather abruptly after Paul's first imprisonment in Rome. This would put the date of Acts, according to the Pontifical Biblical Commission, at 63 A.D. So Luke's gospel wouldn't have been written any later than 62 or the beginning of 63. Why is that important? Well, that's only 30, 35 years after Christ's death and resurrection. That's not that long. Luke was not an eyewitness to Christ, but in the beginning of his gospel, he stated that it was eyewitnesses who he interviewed for his report. 30 years ago was 1991. Plenty of people are still around today who are around in 1991. This assures us that Luke was after facts in his effort to give us the this history of salvation. After all, they go together, facts and salvation. So we thank God for giving us the dear physician Luke, who has left us a, a beautiful and factual account of the life of Jesus of Nazareth. Luke's gospel is about salvation history. His gospel contains the verb to save 35 times. And we are saved by the fact of God's grace. The fact that Christ climbed Calvary and died for us. We are saved by faith manifested in our deeds of charity for which we will be repaid accordingly. 